going to be in Psalm 31 this morning. Psalm 31. Title is Exchange Stress for Stability. For some reason, in the last month, I think especially on vacation, James has adopted a new phrase. He just says, I'm just stressed, okay? (laughs) Whenever things get intense between him and his siblings, that has become one of his favorite phrases. I'm not sure where he got it. Maybe Katrina or I mentioned something about being stressed. It's possible, Um, but... James is known for utilizing the full range of his emotions. That's just part of the way God has gifted James. Amen. Yes. And so this morning, we're going to talk about stress and how to exchange that with stability. There is a lot of stress in our world right now. I want to look at this psalm to help us with this, to help us process it, to manage it, to move from stress to stability in the Lord. This is not a normal sermon per se. I'm just going to work my way down through the psalm and make some comments as we go. Because of the length of the psalm, I'm not going to be able to cover the whole psalm, but I wanted to cover some highlights. I encourage you on your own time to to open up your Bible and to reflect on these truths. There's a cycle in the psalm where the psalmist King David is talking about the toughness of his situation, but then he turns and focuses on the Lord. Then he cycles back and he talks about the toughness of his situation, and then he turns and focuses on the Lord again. And those are the type of cycles that you and I can experience in our lives today, where we can just, with the stress is building, it's rising in us, and then we take ourselves to the Lord and things calm down and we have stability. But then all of a sudden the stress starts rising again and then we take ourselves to the Lord and the stability comes again. And so this is a great psalm for you even on your own time just to reflect on. So, first of all, where do you take refuge? Where do you take refuge? Psalm 31, verse 1, says, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. There is all kinds of Things, there are all kinds of things that we can take refuge in. Some were okay, some were not. Some turn to entertainment. Some turn to addictions. Some take refuge in their ability to perform and do certain things in the eyes of others. Some take refuge in family or friends. As you reflect in your heart and where you take refuge, 
and it's okay to take refuge in some of these things. But let me ask you, do you go to God for refuge? That's the practical application there. And how we process stress in life, are you making sure that you go to God for refuge? Perhaps as you think about whether you do or you don't, maybe you're more on the do not side. And you think, well, I I don't know how to go to God for refuge. Or it's been so long since that's been my pattern of behavior that I've forgotten how to go to the Lord for refuge. Or maybe you're thinking, I have messed up way too much. How can I find refuge in the Lord? And those are all relevant questions. And perhaps if those things are on your heart, that's what your Christian brothers and sisters are for. That's what I'm here for as your pastor. Let's get together and talk or get together with somebody who you know is finding refuge in the Lord and begin to do it again. Next. Hear me. And really it's hear me, help me, stabilize me. Psalm 31 verse 2, incline your ear to me. He's crying out to God. Incline means to bend your ear. Lord, bend your ear to me. Give me your ear. Rescue me speedily. And there's got to be some sort of connection there between God bending his ear to listen to us, but also when he listens to us, he can come to us and help us fast, speedily. As he cries out, the Lord says, Lord, be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. So here the psalmist is saying, hear me, help me, secure me. I need security. I need help. I'm weak. There are many times in our lives where when the stress has surged within us and we feel like we cannot manage it, we cannot process it, we're struggling. And so the only thing we can do is just boom, cry out to God and say, help me. I need security. Hear me, hear my voice. I need to know that I'm heard. So important when we feel like we can't manage things. We need to know that we are heard. We are not alone. And we are heard by someone who has the ability and the desire to help us. Verse 3, For you are my rock and my fortress. So he cries out in verse 2 for help. And in verse 3, he acknowledges why he cries out for help. Because God is the psalmist's rock, his stability, his safe place. And then the psalmist acknowledges that God acts for our good and does things for us for his name's sake. In other words, for the reputation of God, God will not leave us out in the cold. There are other reasons that God acts on our behalf. Because He loves us, but also He does it for His name's sake. You lead me and you guide me. And so I would 
encourage you as you're managing stress and in hard times to lay claim to God as your safe place. Some people, they have this a park that they go to, a park bench or somewhere out in nature where it's generally quiet and that's their safe place. Some people maybe have a place in the house, not in my house, but in some people's house they have a quiet place that they go that's their safe place. They wrap their blanket around them and, and they have a safe place. Sometimes for guys when they go out hunting, that's their safe place, their time. But I would encourage you to make God your safe place and to consider what that means for you. Next, hand your life over. Because God is your safe place, hand your life over to God. Trust Him with it all. In this next verse in uh, Psalm 31, it's going to sound very familiar to you. And I think that will help us as we're managing stress in our lives and we're exchanging it for stability, we can see what others have done in order to do this. And it's, I'm just going to show you the verse. Verse 5, Into your hand I commit my spirit. Does that sound familiar? You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. So if it sounds familiar to you, it's because that is what the Lord Jesus said on the cross. In Luke chapter 23, verse 46, Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. There Jesus in a very unsafe situation, in a situation where from a human perspective, things were spinning out of control. It was a stressful situation. And here he hands his life over to the Father, says, into your hands I commit my spirit. What control, what yielding that Lord Jesus did is an example to us in a very unsafe time for him. Also, Stephen, when he was martyred in Acts chapter 7, says something similar. Acts chapter 7 and verse 59, And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. In a very stressful time, he hands his life over to the Lord. In this case, for the Lord Jesus and for Stephen, um, they, they, their lives were ended. But there is a pattern for us while yet we have this life, this gift of life that God has given to us, that we yield ourselves, we yield control, we recognize that we are in His hands. When we hold tightly trying to control and manage the situation, the stress will increase. But when we hand it over to the Lord... Stress decreases and the stability increases. I have a lot of stress in my life because it's very easy for me to hold on and try to make things work. Sometimes it can prevent me from sleeping. Sometimes it can prevent me from renewing myself, 
I think for many people here in America, because we have had so such control over our lives and we've had a lack of persecution that we feel like we have within our grasp the ability to ensure our security. And we have a lot of anxiety and stress in our lives because of that. So handing your life over the Lord is the way to find stability and get rid of your stress. Do you need to spend some time in prayer and hand the reins of control of your life over to the Lord? Now, you probably need to do that all the time. But perhaps you need to make a decisive time where you recognize you have not been doing that and you're going to start doing that. Next, rejoice in steadfast love. Lots of things we can find joy in in this life. Lots of legitimate things. So what do you rejoice in? What do you find joy in? Here the psalmist speaks about his joy in the Lord and his steadfast love. Verse 7, I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul. That phrase, steadfast love, I've mentioned it many times here, but perhaps it's been a while. That is one of the most important Old Testament words, steadfast love. If you're familiar with a concordance or if you have Vines Expository Dictionary, if you don't have it, I can loan you one. I've got a couple. You need to research this word, steadfast love. It is that committed love of God to you. That he will always be there for you. It's merciful, it's tender, it's kind, it's loyal. And it is replete, it's full all over the place in our Old Testaments. If you would be interested in a study on that, let me know and I can help you study that word. Because part of finding stability and getting rid of our stress is being able to rejoice in God's steadfast love. There are times when we can rejoice in other legitimate things and it helps us recover a little bit, but ultimately the best way to recover is to rejoice in God's steadfast love. Next, tenderness and heaviness. Tenderness and heaviness. This is huge, folks. There are times when the stress is surging in our lives and we feel very fragile. Out of control, we feel very incompetent. And in those times, we can, because we're aware of our inability to be as good as we want to be, we feel like what we're going to get is harshness. And yet the Lord teaches us something very different here. The psalmist says, is pleading to the Lord. He says in verse 9, Be gracious to me, God. Be tender. Be kind to me. Help me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted from grief. My soul and my body also. For my life is spent with sorrow in my years with sighing. It's a long time. Years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones 
waste away. It's the beauty of the Psalms. There's other parts of the scripture that do this, but especially the Psalms do. It puts word to our grief, puts words to our inadequacy, and bonds that with the beautiful, loving character of our God. And now he is tender and kind to us. So next time when the stress is rising, when you feel inadequate or you're struggling or you, you are very conscious of your sin, whatever the case may be, go to the Lord and say, Be kind and gracious and tender to me as I know you will, Lord. Help me. Be with me in my moment of weakness. Next, trust God anyway. Trust God anyway. We will be faced with people and situations that seem like they will ruin us. And you probably have been in those situations where whether someone doesn't like you or they're working against you or they're antagonistic to you or the circumstances, one thing is going bad after another. And you just feel like, well, what's the use? It's just going to crash in on me. And here the psalmist teaches us to trust God anyway. Verse 11, because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach. This is especially applying to King David and his leadership. But there are times when a leader, because of what's going on, everybody doesn't like him anymore. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. For I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. Pretty intense here with King David. But here he hinges and he says, I'm going to trust God anyways. Verse 14, But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. That's amazing right there. What's going on in his life, it's all crashing in on him. He is unliked. People are antagonistic against him. And yet he says, I trust in the Lord. And I go to the Lord and say, you are my God. And then, beautiful, one of my favorite verses, verse 15. My times, David says, my times are in your hand, God. What a confession. To turn to God and say, my times, my all, my days, they're in your hands, God. What a way to get rid of stress, to let go and recognize that your times, your days, everything are in God's hands instead of yours. goes on and says, rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face to shine on your servant. There's nothing more beautiful than even to see another human being and their glowing face towards you because they're really glad to see you. How much more with our God as his face glows as he looks upon you. Make your face to shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Next, remember God's goodness. Remember God's goodness. We live like we are poor, my friends, and yet we have abundant riches in our Lord. Verse 19. Oh, how abundant is your goodness. 
When's the last time you felt like God's goodness was abundant? When we're stressed, we have lost sight of God's abundant goodness. Oh, how, are, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you and the sight of the children of mankind. So, my friends, when is the last time you were vividly aware of God's abundant goodness? When, when was the last time when it was fully on your mind and on your heart, your heart was affected by how good God is and that there was a lot of goodness there for you? With people, with circumstances. One key way to exchange your stress for stability is to fix your eyes on God's abundant goodness. Love the Lord. This is final, final part of the psalm, and it is a call to action. After he's gone through these cycles of ups and downs, he finishes with a call to love the Lord. Do you want to exchange your stress for stability? Stoke those fires of love for the Lord. It says in verse 23, Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. So today, I'm just going to give you those highlights again that we went through. Where do you take refuge? Hear me as you cry out to God and ask him to secure you. Hand your life over. Rejoice in steadfast love. Tenderness and heaviness. God is tender to us even when we're heavy and overwhelmed. Trust God anyway, even when all seems lost. Remember God's goodness and love the Lord. Take a few minutes and respond to the Lord.